0: Chapter Thirty-Three of Among the Great Masters of the Drama. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sonya. Among the Great Masters of the Drama by Walter Rowlands. Mary Anderson. I have the warmest admiration and respect for her talent. William Archer it is now nearly fifteen years since mary anderson retired from this stage her last appearance having been as perdita and hermione in the winter's tale at washington in the inauguration week of eighteen eighty nine she was then not yet thirty but could look back on a lifetime almost half of which had been spent in the theatre as her debut was made as juliet in Louisville, kentucky when she was but sixteen years of age to say how much of miss anderson's phenomenal success was due to the personal beauty and charm which she possessed in such high degree and how much to her histrionic ability would be a difficult task in private life few actresses ever possessed so many friends among the noblest and best minds of the day as miss anderson in her own country president grant general sherman and the poet longfellow were especially kind and helpful to the young aspirant for theatrical honours while at a later time abroad she gained the warm regard of many among the most distinguished robert browning was one of these and miss anderson tells an interesting anecdote about him balver said he asked me to go to hear him read his new play richelieu requesting that i should take a blank card upon which to write my criticism on arriving at the place of rendezvous i found charles dickens and thackeray if i remember rightly as well as Macready and several others all similarly armed with paper and pencil. When Balva had finished, I immediately handed him my card with A Great Play written on it. So, you see, I was the first to pronounce judgment on Richelieu. Gladstone, then Prime Minister, Miss Anderson met at a breakfast at his house in Downing Street. The meal was unpleasantly interrupted by the noise of a loud explosion nearby, which was found to be caused by an attempt to blow up the Admiralty buildings, it being the time of the dynamite outrages in london mr gladstone was the only one present who did not show the least sign of alarm the actress had the rare privilege for an american of visiting tennyson and accompanying him on some of his long daily walks and she also heard the poet read from his own verses she says he never made a gesture while reading though tears sometimes ran down his cheeks a fortunate woman indeed was miss anderson victor hugo welcoming her in paris and kissing her hands ristori discussing classic draperies with her alma tadema designing costumes and scenery for her and lord lytton and w s gilbert writing plays for her while george frederick watts painted her portrait our illustration of the actress as parthenia recalls the fact that when she played it for the first time john mccullough was the ingomar it was as parthenia that the actress chose to make her bow before a london audience at the lyceum in eighteen eighty three end of chapter thirty three end of among the great masters of the drama by walter rowlands